the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Zuckerberg has promised to bring virtual reality to the masses. Now let's do those two quick headlines again. Facebook is testing an unsend button. Sounds pretty much so like what I need right now for that drunk text in the middle of the night. Uh, I love you. You're my best friend. Yeah, no kidding. You were in second grade with me. I miss you. Oh, I wish I could unsend that. And now you can. They're testing it. But Facebook's also testing virtual reality. And doesn't it tell you, like, this is a company that's got a lot to figure out. That's pretty much so left and right. That's 180 degrees from each other. The headset from Facebook's Oculus division. It's going to be a standalone device now that won't require a smartphone or a connection to a personal computer to create artificial worlds. Starting at $399, I just go, could it be strong enough to be interesting? I, I feel like not. I feel like a virtual reality device has to be at least $2,000. Because that's how cool they look in movies. And if I don't want none uncool. I don't want to see like a cat jumping around or anything like that. That's not my idea of virtual reality. My idea of virtual reality is being courtside rinkside. Zuckerberg hopes to have 1 billion people using virtual reality. But that's going to take a while. Shipments of VR headsets dropped 34% from last year during the April-June period. So sales are dropping pretty aggressively. Now again, I'm, I'm, it's a relatively small form factor at this point in time, but it's also a, a small market. But you also have Google, Microsoft, Sony, Samsung, Apple. It's getting crowded in a basic roadmap kind of way. For me, that tells you the problem with Facebook. The unsend button is, is, is what's actually useful. The virtual reality is down the road, any, or augmented reality, depending on who you want to chit-chat with. And, again, that's where you kind of run into that problem. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, cannabis is a fast-growing segment sector. And in no way, shape, or form am I knocking the industry because sales are sales. I have invested in tobacco companies. My dad died of lung cancer. Does that make me a monster? Maybe. I'm not judgmental. The cannabis industry is on fire lately. It's one area that we can see growth pretty obviously when you just look at the numbers. A big $4 billion business is edibles. It's no secret I've had problems sleeping in my life and someone said, here, try an edible. Um, you got to be very careful when someone says, here, try an edible. It's legal in California, right? It doesn't feel like it, but it is. With just days left before Canada legalizes the recreational use of marijuana, people are starting to say, you know, between the United States and Canada, there's going to be a lot of edibles. Um, and what's sad or what's going to be interesting to figure out is the edibles kind of look like Jolly Rogers and Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Roger. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. 
Um, I think it's a pirate reference, but they look like gummy bears. They look like delicious little treats that your kids might get into. So that's going to be an issue. But this year, edibles is a $1 billion business. Next year, a billion and a half. Year after, 2.2 billion, then 2.8, 3.5, 4.1 billion. So by 2022, we're going to get to 4 billion from 1 billion. And one of the names, it's probably the ch- not the cheapest, but the least expensive way to play future sales is Constellation Brands because they got a big stake in uh, canopy growth, CGC. Coca-Cola announced a partnership with Aurora Cannabis to develop weed-infused drinks. Coca-Cola, baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, Coca-Cola, and Chevrolet. They're all American brands. It's, it's like apple pie and Coca-Cola's going to be selling weed-infused drinks. Is the beginning of the end? Make America great again. MAGA. MAGA. Dun, dun, dun. It never gets old. It never gets old. It's the greatest song ever. Um, so Molson Coors developed its Canadian unit. Um, it's going to start doing CBD-infused beverages. Now, edibles, by the way, does... The bright strand of marijuana help you sleep? Yeah. And that's that's the magic, because Americans aren't sleeping. Americans have a tough, tough time sleeping. And it leads to depression. It leads to heart disease. It leads to um, Lou Gehrig's disease. I just made that one up, but it could be true. I don't know. But Americans aren't sleeping. And the idea of, like, let's, let's treat cannabis as a, a true drug. It does relax people. It does help with pain, just like aspirin does. But uh, see, I don't, this is where I get funny. I, how taxing is it on the liver compared to aspirin? Is aspirin worse? And you ask your stoner friends, they're like, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, wait, wait, you didn't answer the question. You just said, yeah. That's right. There's a company called Tilroy, which is a Canadian cannabis company. And a lot of these companies are Canadian because they couldn't do business in the United States without fear of you know the uh, government shutting them down. So we sent our, we sent money, we sent businesses to Canada because we're puritanical, and they give us hockey back. I don't think that's a fair deal. Tilroy, a publicly traded company, uh, it's up eight hundred percent from its IPO. Now, is that something you should pursue? No, it's something you should put on a list. It's something you should read about. It's something you should get. Uh, uh, understanding of weed legalization is a trend across the world. A recent survey came out and said more than half the U.S. and Canadian respondents would try recreational cannabis if, when it becomes legal, mostly in smoking, f- food, and edible forms. Food includes candy, chocolate snacks, and packaged foods. Edible forms including capsules, soft gels, and powders. I've got a friend who is investing money in a company. I don't even know what they're doing. It, 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 it's it's powdered form cannabis or something like that. And again, this is where I, I show kind of some ignorance. And you put a little pill in a packet, and you you puncture the pill, and you basically spin it, and then it goes straight into your. You inhale it like it's a, a quicker thing. Like okay, I get it. Quicker is better, or something like that. Uh, a lot of people are going to say, "I don't want to puff. I don't want." I don't want hot air in my lungs. I'll take the candy, but I don't want the hot air in my lungs. Right? A lot of people say, I'll put a pill in my mouth and swallow it, and that's fine. I just don't want the uh, smoke. Washington, which legalized recreational marijuana in 2012. Man, has it been that long? 
announced last week that it might ban edibles that could be accidentally ingested by children. And that's where you go, what, didn't you just say we were going from $1 billion to $4 billion? That's right. But there will be hurdles. In Colorado, edibles outpace the overall cannabis growth rate, increasing in compound annual growth rate of 35% between 2014 and 2018. So this is not unique. This is a trend that you can see broadly. So again, some of the names are, you know, Canopy Growth, Sicker Tick or Simple CGC, Constellation Brands, STZ. Uh, Molson Coors is in the business now, TAP, T-A-P. But the, the pure plays are like the CGCs and the Tilray's, T-L-R-Y. Be careful. Be cautious. Drugs are bad, okay? Unless they're illegal. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black. One of the big headlines today is tensions grow between the United States and Saudi Arabia. That's never good. Well, it's never. It's not good. Um, They got a lot of oil and they run a cartel that supplies a lot of oil to the world. And in the end, we kind of want everyone to be happy. I know you're saying that's pretty Pollyanna of you. It is. Um, If countries are doing well enough, they worry less about what the U.S. has and doesn't have. There's an article today in USA Today about putting plastic surgery on plastic. Pretty obnoxious to think about, right? You're looking for points. I get it. If you could put your mortgage on plastic, you typically would because you'd be like, I can get a lot of points back. You'd want to change your looks. Maybe you got a turkey neck. Maybe you got bags on your eyes. Maybe you got raccoon eyes. Uh, maybe you want to get an implant here or there. Cosmetic surgery is not covered by insurance. So you have to take on debt or you have to pay for cash up front, right? Or you have to say, well, I can't really afford this. I'm going to go to Mexico or whatever, whatever country you hear about that's doing it. I know someone in the United States who's having a serious health condition and he's going to Texas to get the treatment done. That's just, it's so messed up. But I digress. Breast augmentation, $3,700. Now let's just put it this way. How about nose reshaping, $5,100? $5,100, let's say you were to be 30 years old and you decide to do this. By the time you're 37, that's $10,000. By the time you're 44, it's $20,000. By the time you're 51, it's, what are we at? 5, 10, 20, 40. So you can see, like, it's ultimately an $80,000 decision to your retirement if you decide to have your nose reshaped. I once dated a girl whose nose looked like a pelican. I mean, it was just huge. It, It had a shadow. You could tell what time of day it was. It was so big. Very funny. And I loved her with all my heart. You kind of start to overlook what are imperfections if, if you can get past the fact that a nose is just a nose. And a cute button, dime-sized nose isn't necessarily better looking than a beak. So Botox treatments are $385. Soft tissue fillers uh, between $600 and $2,000. So you can put your budget under the knife when you put your face under the knife. And I'll tell you, some people are, by the eyes of beauty, are, are born unfortunate looking. My mother used to say people, when I said, Mom, that person's ugly. 
I said, Mama, that person's ugly. And she goes, boy, she's just unfortunate looking. I think that's a nice way of saying it. Um, but to borrow money to pay for plastic surgery, I get, I get it if you've got breast cancer. I get it if, you know, there's, there's, there's legit reasons. But I don't know, the tightening of the face. And then again, I, I get it if you're an actor or an actress. Because... You know, we don't want old people. We don't want to see old people when we're trying to escape into the fantasy realm of, of, of we want fresh and young. So start with a credit card with zero percent annual PR. If you're not going to be able to pay it off completely, I want to go for the points. Unless you're going to be able to pay it off completely, people are putting plastic surgery on credit. It tells you we live in a very, very messed up society. Again, I'm just passing judgment right now, right? You mind, I just talked about the cannabis industry ad nauseum as an investment opportunity. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Bill Core's dead at 102. That's a good long life. It's a real good long life, right? There's a new Palm Pilot. I know you're saying, really? Uh, it's not your old Palm Pilot. It's back. It's the comeback of the PDA maker, which I smell flop. Now, they do have Steph Curry on board to do some of the marketing. It's a $349 device that is exclusive to Verizon Wireless and requires a separate Verizon data plan and smartphone. It's not as straightforward as just another start smartphone. It's kind of like it needs, it needs help. But when you get Golden State Warriors Steph Curry, you do have one step forward, right? Now, when the first Palm Pilot was introduced, Steph Curry was eight years old. It was introduced by a company called U.S. Robotics. Do you remember U.S. Robotics? They did modems. So Palm is trying to define the ultra-mobile market. Um, It's not a nostalgia play. It's not a big old thing. It's tiny. Um, It's not a replacement for your phone. It's tiny. But maybe it's a step up in size from your watch. Literally, if it's in size of your hand. It has a camera. It has what you would imagine, music text, but it's not pretending to be a $1,000 phone. It's pretending to be a $349 small phone that fits in the size of your hand. When Apple's going bigger, I've just officially found the new Apple commercials annoying, by the way. Just I've sent out a postcard to anyone who cares to know. That's the update. So Palm is trying to say, let's be youth, youthful user, young lifestyle kind of thing. Imagine a kid putting a, a smaller handheld phone in his backpack versus a thousand dollar twelve hundred dollar apple device right but it's not cheap and that's the problem it defeats the purpose so 349 for the device 120 dollars for the verizon data plan to go with it um it's got some nostalgia to it it doesn't share the same graffiti shorthand language recognition system if you remember palm pdas you can draw a letter in a gesture box to jump to on-screen menus that begin with that letter. So, I don't know. A lot of devices are going to come out this time of year. God, man, the, my home is probably littered with a lot of internet roadkill companies that, that just couldn't do it. Like Palm. And sadly, I gave most of those to charity. Because it would be fun to show the kid. This is what we used to do. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. 
a bottle of wine sold for over half a million dollars. Uh, what are you, nuts? <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. There's different assets. A home can go up in value. A stock can go up in value when you own part of a company. Yeah, even bottles of wine and baseball cards. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. A little bit of old and a little bit of new. A little something borrowed, a little something blue. So let's do old Sears. I'm going to switch to new Netflix's competition. So first and foremost, I'm a little bit sad that Sears is going down because I do remember with glee waiting for the Sears catalog and um, JCPenney's catalog to come, I don't know, maybe October, and you'd pick your Christmas presents and circle them, and your dad mysteriously had them show up uh, timed perfectly with Santa. Which, again, brings me to the, just, again, I want to mention it. There's not that many more days till Christmas. We're going to start racking up and turning up and and pounding out the Charlie Brown Christmas music because I need it. Some people need pumpkin spice lattes. I need me some some, some Peanuts Christmas music. You know, the lulu. Actually, I like when the kids sing the lulu. But that's neither here nor there. So let's talk a little bit about Sears because... I remember it as a kid, and I remember, you know, not only when I looked through the toys, but later on I would flip through the <clears throat> intimate apparel section. As a 10-year-old boy, 12-year-old boy, you had to do that, I think. Or at least that's the common myth that I always hear about. I'm just saying it for a friend, you know. So, very humble beginnings. Richard W. Sears was a railroad agent. He founded R.W. Sears Watch Company in 1886. He linked up with a watchmaker, Alvin Roebuck. So you get the Sears and Roebuck now, right? The company went public in 1945, and it had $1 billion in sales. In 1906, they went public. In 1945, they had $1 billion in sales. So this goes back to 1886. It's a long time ago, right? A $1 billion in sales made it one of the top retail destinations in America, but also technically the world. They were the largest retailer. First printed in 1888, the catalog was a staple in American households, enabling shoppers to furnish an entire home with its contents. That was a big deal. In theory, you could um, even buy the house, and they would deliver it in sections to you. That's how Sears worked. It sounds like it's going to be growing to a problem that would compete well with Amazon, right? company had a looming presence in American life and was perhaps epitomized by its move into the Sears Tower in Chicago in 1973, at the time the world's tallest building. Tallest building, biggest retailer. Right? But it started to lose its luster. In 1991, Sears relinquished its title as the nation's largest retailer to rival Walmart. Uh-oh. Walmart. Man, this is kind of like a Murder on the Orient Express. Who killed Sears? Was it Walmart? Was it buying horrible properties like Kmart? Was it Eddie Lampert? 
the billionaire hedge fund owner. Boy, he took a bath in this one, huh? Or was it Amazon? So Kmart opened its doors for the first time in 1962 in Garden City, Michigan. And Kmart was a competitor of, of Walmart big time. It was kind of the response to it, so to speak. But Kmart went for the big cities, and Walmart went for the rural areas. In the long run, the rural areas win because it created a better distribution center. So Sears was a pioneer in viewing a catalog and such. Kmart's credit with introducing mass merchandising. So unlike Sears, which became an anchor of enclosed shopping centers, Kmart planted its own big, big box stores and malls. Now, Eddie Lampert tried to save the company, so to speak, by throwing money at it. At one point in time, he wanted the real estate. But then he got kind of caught up in the rent backs that he was doing to himself, and it just didn't float when Sears sales continue to struggle. I feel kind of a sad day, because I do remember as a kid going to Sears and going up and down the escalator and, you know, Dad saying, you know, meet me back here in an hour and a half. Do you know what an hour and a half is? And I was like, uh, 9 o'clock, 10.30, 10.30? And I, I just wasn't confident, and I, I, I met him back in an hour and a half, and sometimes I'd stroll into the arcade, sometimes I'd... <clears throat> go through the, the merchandise, but I remember that. That was a, a big day going to Sears on the weekend. So, rest in peace, Sears. Rest in peace. You join a, a long list of losers, like Radio Shack, Kmart, and others. But once the world's largest retailer... Ciao. <laughs> I know you're saying, that's your eulogy? Ciao? Anyway, the latest would-be Netflix competitor. It's going to have a very compet- uh, familiar name. And it's interesting because AT&T announced a streaming service built around HBO, the cable network that disrupted the industry years ago and inspired the company that's doing it now. Story goes that you know this is a bold idea. If you think about it from AT&T's perspective, it is. But back in 1980, when HBO was first getting founded... The idea of pay channels was poo-pooed. No one thought it could disrupt the network business model. So they didn't want to compete with network programming. They wanted to compete with probably movie theaters, right? Quality entertainment. Homes were being wired for cable big time. And Arbitron ratings showed declines to the tune that HBO was gobbling up you know, eyeballs from ABC, NBC, CBS. Now, because you no longer need the cable and you can cut the cable and you can live in a wireless world, AT&T plans to, they bought Time Warner, to use HBO as an offering. Um, interesting. HBO is a big TV distributor now, right? And you didn't even think of that. AT&T has other streaming service offerings, including an HBO service for cable customers, a standalone HBO service, HBO Now and HBO Go. You got the final season of Game of Thrones coming, so there's going to be something to market. Sign up for nine ninety nine a month, seven ninety nine a month, six ninety nine a month, just ninety nine a month, and enjoy all the exciting action of the Khaleesi falling in love with her dragon. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of excited to see how the show ends. It better not be a loss. They better not like all have died, and I would be really really upset. If this was purgatory. 
I know you're saying, did you just ruin the show Lost? Maybe. No. So Netflix has now got HBO coming out with a service attacking them. A little bit more robust than just HBO. Disney's got something. Planning its own pay service. We don't know all the details. We know that they've been ramping up their ESPN Plus as an app, paid app, with streaming. We could, I could definitely see Disney doing a kids channel, a superheroes channel, and a Star Wars channel. For sure. For sure. Disney's moving forward with the new animated Star Wars show. So, Roku, they're doing something out there. They're kind of going after the low-hanging fruit of people who want streaming but don't want to pay. Amazon's out there. Snap's trying to get into original content. Facebook's into some original content. Have, has anyone watched any Facebook original content? Because I keep hearing about it, and I don't see it. Then you get not only is like Fortnite and video games wildly popular, and you've got a big uh, Call of Duty cycle coming up right now, as well as uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Both expected to be multi-million dollar, multi-billion dollar properties. That takes a lot of eyeballs. And then a lot of kids, when they're not watching, when they're not playing Fortnite or Call of Duty or Red Dead Redemption, they'll be watching it on, on video, on Twitch. I know you're saying Twitch. That's Amazon's video service. Like, the world of TV has gone to just that. It's just gone crazy. It's a mad, mad world. Um, so Hulu's out there. I know you're just saying, there's a lot of... There's, and then there's still ABC, ABC, CBS, right? And Fox. So Hulu's still out there. And then you get... Guess who else is getting into TV services? Walmart and Costco. Oh, wait, wait. Let me give you a little more time. Guess who else is getting into TV services? Give you a little time. Walmart and Costco. But the AT&T announcement is the one that's the most interesting to me, given the role that HBO really, really inspired Netflix to do what they do, to move from its own beginnings as a replacement for your local video store to an app for digital binges. The fact that Netflix is... They wanted to hide from the uh, term binge-watching, and now they embrace it. I binge-watched The Sopranos on Netflix. I wasn't part of that, that fantastic start of the show. I came in like season three, and I remember getting the, the Netflix little red envelopes, and I'd, I'd have like nine episodes, and I'd binge-watch all nine, and I was just bummed because it was only Saturday. And I had to send it back in the mail and get three more. So Netflix today was inspired by HBO, and HBO is coming into the market is it now the time to sell Netflix? Now's the time to start thinking about the future of Netflix. Because up until this year, they've kind of had the party to themselves. And they'll cry if they want to. Cry if they want to. They had, they had no reason to cry. Just think about some of the names I just threw down. Roku, Amazon, Snap, Costco, Walmart, um, Disney, HBO. It's not a uncrowded trade. This time next year interesting stories. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Lulu, Lululemon, Lululemon to the office, please. Ticker symbol Lulu, $143. Boy, it's had a good run. Sweet. It's one of those stocks that uh, falls out of favor fast, whether they miss an earnings report or they have yoga pants that are too sheer, and you can see people's underwear underneath it in the Whoa. correct lighting. Oh, 
Or maybe they don't have underwear is the issue, and you're seeing their tattoos, and you don't really want that. With that said, it's been a stock that when it falls out of favor, it's really paid to, to buy on the dip. Dip your chip in my dip chip. Dip your chip in my dip chip. Do you feel comfortable buying on dips? That's a really, really tough question for most people to be honest about. Markets uh, lower. So October's turning, I'm not going to say really rotten, because lordy lord knows that like Friday goes a long way to fixing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, and then you look at the big picture of a year and then eight years, and you're like, yeah, we could take a time, some time off. We could have a bad October. Sad day. Sad day for those of you who like washing your, your car with beer. Bill Coors dead at 102. It's a long time. What kept him alive? Drink water every day, also known as Coors Light. Bill Coors, a pioneer of the American brewing industry and former chairman of the Adolph Coors Company, died peacefully at his home Saturday at 102. Do you remember those rumors, like um, fake rumors, fake news before there was fake news, that Coors was tied to the Nazi party? I think that's true, because I probably just the name Adolf kind of was like, well, if there's smoke, there's fire, and they do have the same name. You are fake news. Fake news. Fake news. So Lululemon CEO is on CNBC, and man, does he got some bad, bad, bad dental work. So Bill Coors began working for his grandfather, Adolf Coors, in 1939. What is this? This is like a throwback day, huh? We're talking about Sears in 1800s late 1800s, but it sounds better when I say 1800s. Bill Coors spent 65 years with the company as it grew from a regional brewer based in Colorado to one of the biggest beer brands in America. They say that if you go to Red Rocks in Colorado, that you should probably start by going to the Coors Brewing Factory because you get free samples, and then you don't have to pay for the alcoholic adult beverage at the concert. They say that's the way to do it, and they're close to each other. By the way, Red Rocks, totally worth one concert in your life. Do you have anything else like that in your life that you could say totally worth it? I got that off the bucket list, which is nice. So Bill Coors, dead. Um, survived by three children, seven grandchildren, and four great-grandchildren. Can you imagine hitting that lottery? What's your name, Sam Coors? Your name's Sam Coors? Is your dad that guy who started Coors? No, no, that's my granddad. Could you imagine hitting the lottery and being a grandchild or a great-grandchild? I know, I know, I know, I know. It's not like having all the money in the world is the greatest thing ever. But it's not a stick in the eye either. God, why couldn't I have been born into that? My dad was adopted, and um, the person who adopted his brother hit it big. Hit it big. The person who adopted my dad, oh, he was never adopted. Loser. That's why I turned out the way I turned out, right? Are you with me against me? This is a civil war. You need to pick a side. Retail sales, retail store sales were okay. I think the extrapolation that you can make on it is that you know the restaurant sales were down, and that could be effect, tied towards North Carolina and South Carolina and aftermath of Florence. Um, but it, it shows you that steady economic growth is out there, and gradual gains in inflation have reinforced investors. You know, thoughts that the Federal Reserve was going to lift interest rates. Um, it wasn't a bad number. It tells you that the American consumer is spending. And there's some confidence in that. Again, we got a lot of debt. Would it be a great if we were a nation of savers? No. 
if we were a nation of savers, we wouldn't have such a, a vibrant economy. We're a nation of spenders. So that's just out there, just so you know. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. So Bill Core's dead at 102. Where were you when? 22-month low for the global markets. European stocks hit 22-month low. That's good and bad, right? It's always nice to blow some steam off. It's showing that the America's economy is strong enough to not go to 22-month lows. But it's the trade war is taking its effect. McDonald's is a perfect stock to buy if you're looking to hide from a trade war. Because they're not exactly selling high-end nuggets. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to introduce you to a, a brand new chicken McNugget. We're changing our name to MC Donald's to reflect our international culture and taste. Wait, wait, McDonald's just changed their name to MC Donald's so that, like, they don't think we're going to figure out that it's the same chicken? I like chicken beak nuggets. So, with a, little, with a little dolphin tuna in there. I know, you're saying you live a very sarcastic life, Mr. Black. But yeah, so when markets hit 22-month lows, it, it becomes kind of a negative. If they're, they're, they're not your market, it's still a negative. There's positive and negatives. It, it stops inflation. It stops over-speculation. But it also sits, uh, it kind of puts a damper on um, spending. And when stocks are all-time highs, we're like, hey, baby, let's make love tonight and make a baby. We need 10, 10 little children. And when the economy is rough, it's like, no, we don't need any children. I can't afford to even eat myself. You need to get a job, you little two-year-old. Or I'm going to punch you right in your baby belly. So confidence comes from stock markets being at a high, right? So you don't want world stock markets at a low and us winning. Winning. I miss Charlie Sheen. We need another dose of him again. Winning. It's been, a too, it's been too long. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. There's a lot of downloadables at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. These are free, good, valuable resources to take a look at. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.